Hello there, friend. This is Jerry Tyson in The Beacon's Light. The latest issue of the Prophetic Observer is available right now. Articles that look at current events in the light of Scripture. With a subscription to the Prophetic Observer, you'll be able to keep time on God's prophetic clock. Get your copy of the Prophetic Observer today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also subscribe online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Hello there, friend. This is Jerry Tyson in The Beacon's Light. I recently ran across an article by Grace Van Berkham, written in late June of 2020. While not current, it is important in that we owe a debt to people who can put the facts together in a logical order and lay them out where there can be no mistake about the bottom line they present. More and more people are awakening to the reality that the initial scare about the COVID-19 pandemic was sensationalized so the average person would be overwhelmed and willingly follow orders from our leaders. After all, they made us believe our very lives were in imminent danger if we didn't obey. Since then, we've seen the whole world follow the often conflicting directives of Dr. Anthony Fauci, the modern equivalent of Big Brother from George Orwell's predictive novel, 1984. In fairness, when the news first broke in early 2020 that there was a major health threat to the world, the normal expected reaction would be, and was, what can I do to protect my own and my family's health? We jumped to the task, and we did what we were told to do. We closed down everything. We stayed cowering in our homes, fearing what might happen if we got too close to someone who, forbid the thought, might already have gotten sick. This eventually evolved to wearing masks everywhere we go, inside, outside, while shopping, even while driving alone in a car with the windows closed and the air conditioning on. Now, the truth is coming out that all those masks not only litter the landscape as trash, but they may be causing serious problems all their own. Children as young as two years of age are being forced to wear masks despite the evidence that small children are nearly all resistant to COVID. Some airlines are requiring children as young as newborns to wear the masks. This is lunacy. Of course, there are exceptions to all rules, and a child who has a compromised immune system would need special attention, assuming the threat is real. Some states where the lockdown has been lifted or never fully implemented have not seen drastic numbers of ill, but just the opposite. This brings us back to Van Berkham's article and its original title, Are We Being Played by COVID? 
Let's look at some of her findings and direct quotes, not just opinions, from key people working behind the scenes to bring us life as we know it today and life as they want it tomorrow. Van Berkham tells that she has done due diligence to search all sources available to get the core facts about COVID, ignoring the mainstream media, MSM, and focusing on real facts from their sources. There will be several familiar names and organizations that appear again and again in this. Keep in mind realizing they are not friendly to us or mankind in general. Her lead statement is enough to get our attention. Quote, What I am sharing with you today is the biggest thing I have uncovered that proves COVID was planned and executed. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is an actual planned conspiracy. This is not opinion. The facts are there with who said them and when. We are talking about a comprehensive, meticulous plan for changing our entire world. No detail has been left unaddressed. As we know, many major inconsistencies have been coming out about COVID. Tainted tests, falsified numbers, manipulated stats, Doctors and scientists speaking out. Lockdowns that don't make sense. Predicted numbers totally wrong, we are all aware. It is also questionable how the virus originated. It is, however, evident 100% that there is a virus of some sort, and it is still a mystery who gets affected, who dies, and who doesn't although many of us in the health profession have theories about why this happens. This is not being disputed. Van Berkham continues, I have found information that proves that COVID was planned, thought out, and implemented as smokescreen for something else. The whole entire elaborate plan is right online for everyone to see. One major objective of the Agenda 21 initiative is that every local government should draw its own Agenda 21. Since 2015, it is called Agenda 2030. The official name is the UN Agenda 2030 for Sustainable Development. Bill and Linda Gates, along with George Soros and the Rockefellers, are the money source behind all of this. 13 June 2019, the World Economic Forum and the United States signed today a strategic partnership framework outlining areas of cooperation to deepen international engagement and jointly accelerate the implementation of the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. We can agree that sounds good until one looks below the surface, where it is clear that the goal is a total government takeover of every nation across the planet, dismantling sovereignty, property rights, privacy, food systems, and more. When one searches through the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development, he will see that it starts with the COVID page. 
the introduction of COVID starts the clock for world globalization, which has been in the works for decades and is called the New World Order, or simply the One World Government. It will have no borders. The current presumed leadership of the United States seems to be pushing this idea along our southern border, allowing untold thousands to freely flow into the United States without regard to their COVID status, general health, intentions, lack of resources, or ability to assimilate into the population without becoming a burden. If there is to be only one government controlling the world, it will control our business, food acquisition, and our money. There will be no privacy, no freedom. The website outlines plans to kill the economy and almost depopulate the whole world and start over from scratch. And it presents, in their own words, to explain what they are doing using COVID to harness the power of revolution to change the economy characterized by a fusion of technologies that is blurring the lines between the physical, digital, and biological spheres. In its most pessimistic, dehumanizing form, the fourth industrial revolution may indeed have the potential to robotize humanity and thus to deprive us of our heart and soul. Let me quote that again. It's unlikely the full impact got through your mental defenses. They intend to use COVID to harness the power of revolution to change the economy, characterized by a fusion of technologies that is blurring the lines between the physical, digital, and biological spheres. In its most pessimistic, dehumanized form, the fourth industrial revolution may indeed have the potential to robotize humanity and thus to deprive us of our heart and soul. A statement from the United Nations is quoted, the present vast overpopulation, now far beyond the world's carrying capacity, cannot be answered by future reductions in the birth rate due to contraception, sterilization, and abortion, but must be met in the present by the reduction of numbers presently existing. This must be done by whatever means necessary. Ted Turner said, A total world population of 250 to 300 million people, that's a decline of 95% from present levels, would be ideal. Maurice Strong, Secretary General of the United Nations, Chairman of the Earth Summit, said in 2015, isn't the only hope for the planet that the industrialized nations collapse? Isn't it our responsibility to bring that about? One of the driving forces behind vaccines is Bill Gates. A few years ago, he said, the world today has 7.7 .7 billion people. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, and reproductive health services, we could lower that perhaps 10 or 15 percent. 
Well, the current world population is just under 7.8 billion people. It's interesting that Robert Kennedy Jr., who countered Gates by saying Gates's obsession with vaccines seems fueled by a messianic conviction that he is ordained to save the world with technology and a godlike willingness to experiment with the lives of lesser humans. The belief is that most of humanity is no longer needed and is only in the way on Mother Earth. At another time, Gates was quoted by claiming the equivalent of 15 of every 16 souls need to be sacrificed, need to be sacrificed to allow Mother Earth breathing room with no more than 500 million. That's one half billion people inhabiting the surface of the earth. Consider how radical that sounds. Fifteen of every sixteen humans currently alive need to die. Yet he said it with serious intent. Do not forget that Mother Earth is the conceptual replacement for Father God in the mind of the secularists and socialists who are seeking to overturn the current world order. It seems they're making great strides worldwide by as soon as 2025. That's not too far in our future. Smart machines and robots are anticipated to be able to replace humans. By 2029, it is thought they will have been developed to have human intelligence and function. Don't forget these advantages. They don't get sick. They don't eat. They don't need a paycheck. And they can work around the clock. As far back as 1978, David Spangler, one of the founding figures shaping the New Age movement, said, no one will enter the new world order unless he or she will make a pledge to worship Lucifer. No one will enter the new age unless he will take a Luciferian initiation. There can be little doubt about the real leader of this whole scheme. It's Satan himself. And the level of devotion these people have toward him is unprecedented. Let me quote that again. No one will enter the new world order unless he or she will make a pledge to worship Lucifer. No one will enter the new age unless he will take a Luciferian initiation. If you have never heard anything like this before, I can understand your shock at these quotes. I can even understand it if you're saying, I don't believe it. I wouldn't either if I only listened to the network news and didn't dig into the sources that are not in the mainstream media. What Spangler, Gates, and the others are calling for is actually biblical in that when Bible-believing, blood-washed, born-again children of God will have been raptured to be with the Lord in the air, Satan will have control of the earth, and what is being proposed by these wicked people will come to pass. A careful reading of Revelation shows that in two separate major events, at least one half of the world population will be lost. 
countless other lesser events will reduce it even more, getting close to their satanically inspired goal. Romans 1, 25 and 26a describe these people. It says, They changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. It's just as if God said, All right, have it your way. These people are in league with Satan and have openly admitted it. Their plans are fully in place and finely tuned that if the rapture were to occur today, they would be ready to spring into action just as soon as Satan's man for the tribulation, the Antichrist, would present himself to the world. Surely, he is waiting in the wings to present himself as soon as Christians are out of his way. To these people currently setting the stage, he will be their Messiah. Are they in for a surprise seven years later? The web article we referred to earlier concludes, the 2030 agenda to transform the world is to be built upon the ruins and desolation of the world economy for control over our lives. They are fast moving toward the goal of eliminating individual nation states, controlling individual actions, and wiping private property ownership from the face of the earth. Their goal is to make us all equal in the same chains. The current trend in our national government is to overturn so much of what had been and introduce concepts that are polar opposites of biblical leadership. What they refuse to accept is that after their seven years of creating disruption, chaos, and ruin, they will not be setting up the new world order they envision upon the ashes of their destruction of what was, but Jesus will, and they will forever be consigned to hell. Agenda 2030 is promoted by the elites as a way to save the planet and implemented by governments worldwide. Bill Gates even shared his view about how to achieve this goal by vaccinations and other means. The statement that a COVID vaccine might not work but we will still have to take it anyway, is key to their thinking. What difference does it make if it doesn't work? A report in the Epoch Times, April 24, 2021, stated 7,157 people in America who are fully immunized have contracted COVID. That was back in April. Of them, 88 have died as of that date. The vaccine isn't intended to work but to bring down the population to what they consider to be a sustainable level, a controllable level with a very elite anointed few in charge of a global kingdom under the leadership of Satan himself. If Jesus doesn't come very soon, the wars that will come, the next pestilence, food shortages, and any number of other unforeseen events will be the propellant to destroy nearly all of the earth and as many people as Gates says need to go. 
The election of Donald Trump in 2016 came as a surprise. Hillary was the predetermined winner. He was not part of the plan, and the leaders of the would-be New World Order knew he was not going to play their game. So, from the time he announced his plan to run to this day, they have done all in their power to undermine his leadership. He couldn't be allowed to win a second term no matter what. COVID seemed custom designed to thwart him, and the regime currently pretending to lead our nation is working tirelessly to bring in this new world disorder that will be the hallmark of Satan's seven-year reign. In light of all of this, even if you don't buy a word of what I just laid out in these previous few minutes, all of us will come to the end of our lives sooner or later. When we do, we will meet God face to face. At that point, the only question that has an answer that will matter will be, what have you done with Jesus? Have you accepted his substitution as payment for your sins when he died on the cross in your place? It was for you he died. Have you confessed your sins to him and thanked him for what he did for you? Everything points in the direction of very little time left in the current phase of human existence. The New World Order gurus are pushing for all they are worth to get to their end goal. You will either be here to experience what they are planning, or you will be in heaven with the Lord Jesus. That, my friend, is your decision. In the Beacon's Light is a production of Beacon Street Media. Feel free to contact us at www.swrc.com. This is Jerry Tyson reminding you that when we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sins.